What's going on, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and I'm bringing back another compilation-styled episode, and we are going back to episode 461, 492, and 506. We're starting off with a topic called redefining success. I think a lot of people just assume that success and weight loss is you looking like you know, a model of a cover of a fitness magazine. And to be honest, that's not where your priorities should lie. So this concept of redefining success is so vital for our mental health and longevity with fitness and health. And then we're going to go to episode 492, where I chat about, um, in this episode, 2022, but we're in 2023, but the same rules apply, where I kind of share my experiences of how the year is going to go, how the year is going, and how I kind of went through my adversity to, you know, end up on top. And then lastly, episode 506, I bring up the topic that's really close to my heart of body image. I feel right now a lot of people are struggling with this and even when they see success, they're still feeling like, you know, they're not good enough. So I wanted to bring back this episode to light and let's get started. What's up my podcast listeners? This is your host Rafael Matuszewski coming in hot with my intro there. Um, I'm pumped to talk to you guys today because it's another Wednesday where I do not have a migraine. I'm pretty sure I'm coming up to like at least two months without um, any migraine symptoms whatsoever, so get on me, you know? I feel like I've been talking about my migraines for a very long time, so... I apologize for the long intro about nothing to do about fitness and health. Well, technically about health, but you know, I like to give you guys some personal insight to my life. And uh, yeah, thank God for physiotherapists and their needles that go in the back of my head. But anyway, um, today's show topic is all about success. So. I want to bring this idea that we all need to redefine what we think is success when it comes to fitness and health. So I think all of us are kind of clouded in thinking that in order to be successful in our weight loss, fat loss, muscle gain, whatever it is, um, goals, we have to look a certain way. And unfortunately, the marketing within the fitness and health industry makes it that in order for you to be considered successful is someone that looks like they're on front of a cover of a magazine. Because think about like just right now, if you had to paint a picture of success, what it looks like to be a homo sapien being how does that person look like? You know, for dudes, it's a strong dude with a big chest, big lats, shredded abs, quads that look like freaking diamond cuts, like that are super sharp, and you can deadlift like a thousand pounds. And then for women, it's like, you know, slim waist, strong 
big ass glutes, like just strong tone, whatever other words that you can think of. And typically that image in your head is like what you would think is perfection when it comes to health. And the sad part is that probably 99% of us is not going to look like that. But that's what we feel and see that is the standard of health, which is so fucking strange. That's like you trying to get a PhD or just a degree in general and you graduate, you know, with like a B average, but you're not where you should be in your head because you wanted to have like a fucking 4.0 GPA. It's not realistic. So everyone goes to university and most of them are like, fuck, thank God I just passed that fucking exam. You know what I mean? And not stress about the fact that you didn't get 100% on the final. But for fitness and health, if you, an average person, does not look like the person that you see on Instagram that's literally a fitness model and that's their full-time job, then you've failed. Which is fucking crazy to me. So long story short, we need to redefine what actual true success is in our fitness and health journey. Because if you are not able to quit your full-time job, train like 20 hours a week, spend the uh, the other 10 hours cooking all your meals, and then the other 10 hours making sure that your stress levels are low, you're sleeping, you're taking your supplements, and like your entire world revolves around your body and your health, then most likely you're not gonna look like those um, people on magazines or on Instagram that are getting paid uh, as a fitness model to look that way, right? That's just the plain truth, right? That's like me, and I've brought this like analogy up before, me trying to like learn how to play basketball and fucking quitting because I'm not good as like fucking LeBron James or Michael Jordan. Like it's crazy. But for some reason, fitness and health has, that industry has made us believe that we can be like that. And we can, I'm not saying you can, but the chances of that doing that successfully long-term is so, so small. If you're just a regular person, because you have so much other stuff. And this is the other thing, like I've spoken about this so many times where, you know, say you're relatively fit and say you're a dude and you're at like 12% body fat. Like that's really fucking good already, number one. But us as human beings, we always want more. So what does that do that's 12% body fat that's consistent in the gym do? Well, I want to get to 8%. But the question that I get clients to ask themselves is like, are you actually going to be that much happier? Are you going to get that much more fulfillment out of your life if you dropped an extra 4% body fat? Probably not. Unless your goal and like dreams is to become a professional fitness model. Then maybe yes. But for the most part, if that dude is, you know, a dad with three kids with a full-time job, I don't think the quality of your life is going to improve. It's probably going to go downhill because you're going to have to spend less time with your family and more time just focusing on the vanity of yourself. 
So what is true success for fitness and health? Well, it depends. It really depends on who you are and what you want. Maybe success looks a little bit different for every single person. You know, for me personally, I was at that position where um, I was training every single day and doing full one-hour workouts and just feeling like shit. Like, I was obviously doing way too much volume for my body to handle. And I was, like, going hard because in my head, it's like, oh, you know, you need to, like, push hard. And, like, when you see the rock workout, like, he's, like, fucking sweating bullets. He's, like, pushing it. And I was like, well, that's what I need to do. But I was, like, just burning myself into a hole and not getting any better. Actually, was, like, a lot more tired. I just... I just couldn't do it. And this probably last year and a half, I switched up my personal training to 30 to uh, 40-minute workouts... And I've never felt so good in my life. Like my energy is up and each workout I can actually push myself a little bit more. And I'm not doing those extra bit of sets where um, I have to constantly push myself to the limit. So I think for everyone, it's like finding that middle ground of what works for you and what doesn't. Like, are you still going to get to your goals? Yes, you will. But now you have to redefine those goals. Like, if your goals is just to, like, I want to lose 10 pounds, well, what does that really mean? Like, that's just, like, a, a saying. That's not really a tangible goal. You need to start asking yourself, like, why do I want to lose the 10 pounds? And maybe you'll say, because I want my clothes to fit better. It's like, okay, well, why do you want your clothes to fit better? You know, because you felt better at that size when you were 10 pounds lighter. It's like, okay, why did you feel better at that point? Well, maybe you felt better at that point because you had a little bit more confidence. It's like, well, why is confidence important to you? Well, maybe confidence is important to you to, you know, be confident at your workplace that when you put on, like, a certain suit or a certain um, outfit, it gives you that, like little edge if you have to go to a meeting or having that confidence to wear something that when you go on a date with somebody you feel good about yourself and you know you can flaunt what you got like there's always something deeper and those are the true goals that you need to reach right like you guys know that if you've been following me like I want to get to a 400 pound deadlift and if you asked me those questions, like, why do you want to do a 400-pound deadlift? It's like, well, I want to feel strong. It's like, why do you want to feel strong? And I'll, like, I'll let you know. It's like, I want to feel strong because I've never taken my body to the point where I could do something like that that I didn't believe in. You know? I think the greatest gift that we have as human beings is that we have these bodies that are able to adapt to stresses and get so strong and fast to a point that we've never imagined. 
Like, the coolest thing, like, when the Olympics was on, is, like, watching these athletes perform at the highest level. And the sad thing is that the majority of the people in North America and just in the world will never experience that or getting close to that. Like, how cool would it be to go from, like, you know, someone who's totally inactive, doesn't do anything, you know, stumble upon the importance of their health and so they started going to the gym, doing all the right things and getting to a point where they can push their body to the limit and really experience what our bodies can do. You know, like we place this badge of honor of like, oh, I only slept like three hours last night and like I've been drinking Red Bulls and I've been like drinking a lot more beer and whatever and like you put your body through so much shit and it's like a badge of honor but none of us like start um bragging about like i have closed all my rings on my apple watch every day this week i drank a liter of water every day this month i did my first chin up yesterday like those things Like, why don't we start bragging about those things and not like, oh, I, like, slept two hours last night and did, like, a 16-hour day at work and the only thing that got me going is, like, eight coffees throughout the day and, like, McDonald's or whatever it is. Like, we are so proud to, like, destroy our bodies but are never happy about doing things to improve our health. Like, no one is, like, psyched that they, like, oh, I got on my, like, spin bike in my basement today for the first time in, like, five years. It's like, you're embarrassed about it. But when it comes to, like, abusing your body, you're the first one to brag about it with your friends at work. Like, it's ridiculous. So our perception of what success is is, like, totally out of line of what it should be. Like, it's almost depressing, and it's, like, so unattainable. So we need to start really zeroing in on what true success is personally. Have those deep questions of why and aim to hit those in the year, in two years, five years, ten years, whatever it is. So I'm going to leave it there for you guys to think about it. To pull your brain out of what society and fitness marketing people out there want you to believe that what success is and find what true success is for you it's going to be a lot different than what you think it is so i'm going to leave it at that thank you guys for listening you guys are amazing thank you so much for the support thank you for all my international listeners um hit the show notes add me on facebook add me on instagram subscribe to my youtube channel and hit up the show notes to add yourself to the pre-sale list to my book and hopefully I can release it really really soon I'm at the last stages we're almost there so here we go until next time you guys thank you thank you thank you what is up my podcast listeners this is your host Rafael Matuszewski and Fuck, 2022 is among us, and 
this episode, I don't really know where it's going to go because I personally went through a traumatic event in my life where, you know, Christmas was really good. I had all these plans and intentions to, like I always say, crush the next year or just crush it in general. And, um, you know, my first day back at work, you know, off holidays, almost a week ago, um, came back into work. I had like this whole plan laid out for January. Like I'm super excited. Like January is literally one of my favorite months because you have some time to decompress over the holidays. You spend time with family, you eat, you drink, you do all these things that you don't normally do. And then it kind of just recharges me. And I'm like, boom, let's freaking do this. And you know, the universe kind of threw a fucking rocket into my fucking teeth. Um, and uh, my apartment ended up being flooded because of a burst pipe and some <laughs> frozen water above my kitchen that thawed out and then eventually just poured through my light fixtures, my microwave oven, all those things. So uh, my entire place is being gutted right now. And... Uh, next four months living with the in-laws until all that shit is fixed renoed and kind of threw my life into a whirlwind of emotion pain stress and I'm just so off my course that I thought I had and to be honest I was like really really close to like a fucking mental breakdown I had no idea why it was happening to me everything was kind of looking up but, you know, the last few days, I really had to dig deep. You know, it's really easy just to kind of fall into that feeling of, woe is me, oh my god, why is this shit happening to me, like, blah, blah. Because that's the easy way out. Easy, easy way out to do that. But, you know, I had to find some sort of silver lining. Not even a silver lining, just, I think this made me you know, kind of forced to reflect. And what I kind of got from this whole experience is 2022 may not be what we, you know, expect it to be. It may not be the year that we're going to have it all or see, um, an increase in like say happiness or whatever it is because we are no matter what have huge hurdles maybe smaller hurdles throughout this entire year and me having this expectation that things were going to go back to normal like everybody wants to right now with this pandemic going on um it's probably not going to happen and i think i was kind of naive um thinking that and it kind of made me invincible. It kind of made me um, just blind, you know? Blind to the fact that something could go wrong. And I think I'm just one of those really, really optimistic people. And at the same time, that kept me going. But I feel like I should have prepared for the worse. And I used to do this all the time, like in business, in fitness, in relationships, I would always 
mentally prepare for the absolute worst shit show that would ever happen. And because I would have that expectation, then, you know, anything beyond that is just going to be an awesome surprise. And I think I kind of forgot to do that this past year because this past year, 2021, was the year of me rebuilding. And finally, like, seeing progress, finally seeing things turn up. And I think I was just riding that high for way too long. So, you know, 2022, I think the best... um, advice I could give not only for life but fitness and health like expect a huge huge disruptance in your progress like say you're like right like like me right now because one of the things I promised myself is that I'm going to really focus on my body and health this year because last year I was just trying to maintain and my goal was like minimum of 20 minutes of exercise every single day this year i really want to build upon that base that i had and challenge myself a little bit more and see what my body does you know i want to get stronger i want to get leaner i want to do these things so i told myself even in the midst of this tragic traumatic experience that my wife and my dog went through of our entire place being destroyed and having to move out and pick basically things that would last us about three or four months uh, was definitely challenging. But the thing that I kept close to my heart that I knew that wouldn't fail me, that would give me a sense of belonging, a sense of normalcy, I guess, was to train every single day. In the last three days, I have gone to the gym and worked out. And... Even though I was so stressed out, you know, my life was turned upside down and literally no energy. My diet has been fucking shit because it's like survival mode right now. Um, I still have that. And I know that I need to prepare for the worst. And I think that's what we need to do in 2022 is prepare for the worst. Because, you know, even if you look at this pandemic, you know, things started looking pretty good. Things were reopening. Travel was opening up again. All you had to do is take a test. And if you were clear, you were able to go. And then this variant came out of nowhere and started fucking our plans up again, right? So I think everyone kind of goes through this is when they get to that high, when they get to the top of whatever it is. The scariest thing is being cut from underneath and falling down to the beginning again. And that's where I kind of feel that I'm at right now is that, you know, I'm ground zero and I have to do this again. And I think if we mentally prepare that things like this will happen, because, you know, in my case, my entire apartment flooded and I disrupted my whole like routine. Like I have to start from scratch. Like fucking, I need to get used to brushing my teeth because I'm in a different house. I'm in a different bathroom, like all these different little things, right? Like I need to rebuild basically every single habit I had. Like even my work habits have been off. Like I haven't been messaging or emailing as fast as I used to. And that's on me. Like I need to work through that. And I think 
a lot of times when we are pushed into these corners where you're literally squished and every ounce of you has like left your body, it reminds us how hard we had to work to get to a point where we were. And it's just part of the process. It's part of who we are as human beings that we're so resilient that you know we can go through so much shit and still rise up and still you know push through and see success you know we rise and fall we rise and fall and you know I haven't watched this movie in a long time but one of the quotes that really resonated with me with um, one of the Batman movies with Christian Bale when Alfred was saying that you know why do we fall it's because we learn how to pick ourselves up again right so I think and I've talked about failure in my podcasts so many times and actually I haven't brought it up in a long time is like it is so vital for our growth it's so vital for us to become like bulletproof as human beings and it directly relates to how we're going to be successful in 2022 the more failure we go through will make us so much more resilient to anything else and you know, I'm really taking this experience as a blessing, as weird as that sounds, to really push and, you know, get through it. And I know for a lot of people out there, it's really hard to get to this mental state that I'm in. It's really hard to push through all the negative. And my only advice is like, just do a little bit. And again, this is the stuff that I talk about all the time is small, small increments of change add up over time. And, you know, I'm excited for this next quarter, the next four months, because it's really going to challenge who I am as a human being, challenge my mental health, challenge my physical health, spiritual health, everything. And my challenge for everyone out there listening and watching is to prepare for the worst. Know that as everything is going your way and everything seems like, you know, it can't get any better than this, just prepare for the worst, you know? And you won't be shocked like I was. Like this literally kind of threw me for a loop. So 2022 is going to be the year where you're gonna prepare for the worst, but at the same time, attack it with such vengeance and revenge that nothing is going to stop you even if you fall on your face you know two weeks into the year three weeks into the year fucking three months into the year you guys are resilient you guys have this you guys are going to make 2022 your year to rebuild and finally see success i know there's always going to be challenges along the way but if you dig deep dig deep within here and really search within you that little piece of you know internal flame that always is burning no matter what you go through that's your motivation that's where you're going to find that little push to keep going forward because the worst thing you can do is just let your entire world cave in and just pull you down you guys got this i'm excited for 2022 
I'm excited for you guys. You guys are going to do such amazing things this year, and you guys are so strong. You don't give yourself enough credit for what you've been through in your own life, what you've been through through your fitness and health journey. You don't give yourself enough credit. So, like, fucking after you watch or listen to this, like, fucking, like give yourself a big-ass hug or, like, just, like, take a moment to appreciate who you are. Um, so I'm going to end it there. I'm going to keep this nice and short, get to the right to the point. Um, but in more exciting news, like I released my ebook date, January 28th, get ready. So if you haven't put your name down for the presale list, um, it's in the show notes. It's just a Google form where you put your name and email down and you will get an email early before anyone else with a special discount for my ebook where you'll get, you know, early access and, uh, you know, be a proud owner of the Ironclad Body Training System Volume 2. And boy, this book is a monster. Over 100,000 words. To put it in perspective, my first volume was 40,000. So you're getting a lot of content. You're getting a self-assessment that's going to dictate what version of the program you do. And you get four months um, of an entire program to follow. And that includes full-on kin stretch workouts that I recorded. So you get to actually follow along with me. And I'm going to post actually a a little preview of that, um, how it's going to look. And I'm so excited to release this thing because I got some big goals for 2022 that nothing will stop me from getting there. So I'm excited to release this book. My website's done for the book, so stay tuned. I'm also going to do a full episode on my book and what to expect So keep an eye out for that. Hit the show notes, add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And um, sign up for that pre-sale list for my book. I am so excited. So until next time, you guys, I'm going to continue giving the best fitness and health advice out there. And again, remember, you fucking got this. 2022 is going to be your year. What's up, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and it has been a minute since I did a car vlog. Damn. And I am using my tripod, and it's supposed to do that tracking thing on my face, so if it gets all weird and falls apart, you'll know why. Um, We're going to get into it. I'm excited to be doing this again because I miss it. I feel like I have a lot to talk about, but the biggest thing that I want to get into today, because I haven't spoken about it in so long, is the topic of body image issues. Because in my industry, we are the worst for creating an unrealistic expectation of how you're supposed to look the moment you decide to improve your health because you know you decided to start going to the gym you decided to start eating a little bit healthier and then you go down the rabbit hole of like you know what i'm gonna like boost my motivation by going on instagram and finding other health and fitness people that will help motivate me but these same people Um, have that typical shredded look 
in a body type where you just assume that's how you're going to look because you decided finally to make health and fitness a priority. Let's be really clear. These people that tend to post for dudes, um, you know, shirtless photos where they're shredded and they have their six pack popping out and apparently life looks perfect to them, to you at least. Um, and same goes for women where they're wearing the tightest um, yoga pants you can think of that exposes their ass to make it look like the most perfect glutes in the world and they only wear a sports bra and they show their flat stomach, their muscles and everything. Now, don't get me wrong, that's not a bad thing. You know, some people are genetically blessed where they can just look at a dumbbell and, you know, they gain 10 pounds of muscle mass and not an ounce of fat. Again, there are some people where they have time to work out every single day for an hour or two. They are able to watch everything that they eat and calculate it to the calorie, the macro, day in and day out because their environment allows them to. Now, this is kind of tough because if you're the average person and you have three kids, a full-time job, and you just decided to make fitness and health a priority, you seeing these people for motivation is probably not going to be the best approach to your success. Now, most of these Instagram fitness inspiration people their full-time job is to look this way. I would be more impressed if we could find an individual that is shredded to bits, that is, you know, has a body like a Greek goddess where they also have a full-time job, three to four kids, and then on top of that trying to keep their body the way it looks. That probably does not exist like in my circle I know one person like that and you know for the average person struggling with everyday stuff it's going to feel very very defeating when you start putting in the work and effort and you have nothing to show for right so now we need to kind of get more into a realistic uh, view of what success is for fitness and health. It's not having a six pack. It's not having your entire Instagram flooded with just shirtless selfies. You know, and I think one topic that most people don't talk about is men's mental health when it comes to this, right? When you look at, especially now with all these Marvel movies where these people that have to go on screen and do like shirtless um, scenes or wear something really, really, really tight, they end up, like, you know, the average person when they watch this stuff, 
they end up looking at that as like, okay, that is the measure of success for fitness and health, right? Watching people on Instagram where they're like, you know, shredded to the bits, that becomes in your brain, okay, that is the end goal. That's how I have to feel and look. But if you don't get there and you're literally putting effort, like you're going to the gym for the last year, two years, three years, and sure, you lost some weight, you look better, clothes fit better, but you don't look what you had in your head. And that's really gonna fuck you up long term. Like it's gonna be very, very difficult for you to continue, right? So I feel like the fitness industry needs to have a more realistic approach, a more, you know, less, um, perfect kind of portrayal of what fitness and health is. Like I absolutely hate where when I start working with a client and this is usually like the one year mark where they are being consistent, they are you know, feeling better, their mental health is better, and then they start asking really specific questions of like, Okay, so how can I lose like another two pounds so then my abs will show? Like, how can I do X, Y, and Z? How can I do this? Should I take this supplement? Should I like have this amount of carbs per day? And it's like, do you really want to go down that rabbit hole? Like, do you really want to spend that much more time on your health? where you're most likely not going to enjoy life. Because if you look at someone like Channing Tatum, fit, fit dude. And I remember reading an interview about him when he was like uh, doing the movie Magic Mike and he was saying that he did not want to do a third movie because he had to train and diet so hard to look a certain way for that movie and really it's like you only he only got to look like that for the length of him filming that's not very long like it's not sustainable right but i'm not saying this that you need to feel bad about yourself or you know um get you discouraged but it's more so you need to set a more realistic expectation of how a true fit body that fits in the everyday world looks like because the people you see in movies on Instagram that don't have a average life they are like the top 1% it's like comparing yourself to you know you like to play hockey you like to watch hockey and you play a little hockey with your friends in a beer league that's the average person, but you know deep down inside you're not going to make the NHL. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that you'd be able to play in the pros because you're realistic with yourself. You're like, you know, I like to play hockey. I'm, like, pretty good, but I'm nowhere near as good as NHL players, right? Easy. Fitness and health, you start going to the gym, you compare yourself right away to that 1% where they have time 
all fucking week, all day to just focus on their health. And again, imagine if you're an actor like Chris Hemsworth, who's playing Thor, and your full-time job is I need to prep my body to look a certain way for this film. Different story, like different narrative. So what we need to do better at is understanding what true fitness and health success looks like. To me, at least, is the average person, if they're going to the gym and working hard and building a better body, is, you know, having enough strength to, if you're a guy, deadlift, like, you know, 1.5 to 2 point pound um, times your body weight, do, like, 5 to 10 body weight chin-ups, like, you're going to look a certain way to be able to do that. For women, same thing, 1.5 times your body weight and doing like one to five body weight chin-ups. You're gonna have to look a certain way to do that. Right? That's one of the things I always tell my clients is like, don't worry about the scale, don't worry about measuring yourself, don't worry about blah, blah, blah. Create performance goals, which in turn will give you the aesthetic that you're looking for. Right? Because as much as I tell you like, yeah, don't be too hard on yourself, don't, um, compare yourself to the people on Instagram and in movies, whatever it is, like you can do as much as possible to quiet that voice down, but it's always going to be there. So instead of trying to silence it completely, because it's impossible, I've been down that rabbit hole, um, almost like distracting yourself with a different um, goal in mind is going to help tremendously. And Let's be real. Average person, you're not gonna have a shredded six pack. Like, unless you quit your job and donate your kids to somebody, you're probably not gonna get there. There are some people that are, again, outliers that are able to do that. Because I've trained parents where they wanted to train for a freaking full Ironman, and that consists of 25 hours a week of training. Like, that's a almost a full-time job on top of their full-time job of just training. So you can do it, but 99% of you need to get it through your head. You're not going to look like a fitness model. It's just not going to happen. But what will happen is you can get strong. You'll look great in clothing. When you take your shirt off or get into you know, any kind of beach wear, you're going to still look great. You're just not gonna be a perfect specimen that gets hired to do underwear modeling. You know what I mean? Like, set realistic expectations for yourself. Um, I'm gonna end it there because we gotta keep these nice and short and sweet. Um, I miss this. I miss chatting with you guys, doing a little vlog thing like this. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Uh, hit the show notes, add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram, subscribe to my YouTube channel so you get all the latest videos that I'm doing. And I got some exciting things down the pipeline for this year. So keep an eye and ear out for those. And that's it for me. Until next time, you guys, thank you so much for the support and listening.